Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, Please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Give me two. We're early. Look, it still says 4.59 p.m. on my computer screen right here. It's a Palazzo Podcast, Prospects Power Half Hour with myself and Benjamin Chase. No Phil going yet today. Phil is a busy man right now. Family stuff, obligations, children, life, business, etc. It all happens, and they take precedent at times. But you're in good hands because it's me and Benjamin taking you home today. Follow Ben on Twitter at Big Gentle Ben. Of course, I'm at MJ Govier and the Plaza Podcast handle Utah. two L's. Give me two. Two Z's. Palazzo Podcast. Ben, what's cooking today, my good man? Oh, man. Well, nothing. That's the problem. We're we're a week away from being done with the trade deadline, and nothing has happened. What I mean, this is nuts. I, it's really kind of unprecedented. We really, normally we've seen, I mean, if you think about this last year, everyone wants to talk, you know, I, I'm wearing my, my, we are those MFers shirt uh, from the, <laughs> from the Braves last year. And the guy who came up with that phrase, Jack Peterson had been on the team for a month at this point already. You already? Know, Ronald Acuna had been out for a huh. month. He went down in, in late June last year and they went out and acquired Jock Peterson right away. I mean, you're talking about they went out and they started getting other trades done close to the deadline, but not all of those de- deals were done on deadline day. This is nuts to be this close to the deadline, and there's been nothing. Damn! It, That's yeah, true. It, it, it kind of it's leading to a boy. I we're gonna have a, either we're gonna have a really dead deadline or we're going to have an insane weekend and monday tuesday we are in a situation where maybe the additional playoff spots has made it more challenging a lot more people think that maybe they can hang around is that possible or i i wonder if there's it's kind of a combination of that that there's that there's more teams who believe that they're involved 
And that also puts more teams who are who feel that they're legitimately in it. So they're legit, they're making offers to the actual sellers. So if I'm the Oakland A's and I'm putting Frankie Montas onto the market, yep, then I may be getting offers from the Red Sox, who really in a normal year, the Red Sox are probably selling off some pieces, let's be honest. But yes, this year, especially with such a bad it. July. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they're in it. And they're, I mean, they're still legit in it for that last playoff spot. You know, there's a lot of teams like that. You start just paring down things. There's a lot of teams that are still have a reasonable shot that you, you kind of have, you're, you're probably fielding a lot of offers for your big name guys. And that's why, you know, when we get into our discussion here, five guys that, that are, or five prospects that should have some impact as far as after the deadline, it's really hard for me as far as the big, big name guys to say for sure. Yeah. That guy's going to definitely move, you know? Yeah. yeah, We've all heard about Juan Soto. (laughs) To me, that's an off season move because you're going to get more, more out of that. But who knows? Maybe, Somebody is desperate enough because, hey, we saw the Braves sneak in with 88 wins last year and had just enough to get into the playoffs. And they won the whole stinking thing without one of maybe the five or ten best players in the entire game. Without Ronald Acuna on the field, they were able to win the World Series last year. That's, you know, so if there's anything that proves the playoffs are a crapshoot. There you go. You know, and so yep. could Juan Soto getting Juan Soto on your team be the the one thing that puts you over the edge to making sure you're in the playoffs and then you're in that crapshoot? Well, then you might be willing to give up the five players. And plus, he's then there for two more shots at it. That's a big deal. That's true. Yeah, the Cardinals are getting all the run on that right now. I still don't think it happens. I still think Soto stays home. I just think he's so unique and such a young age still that you just can't pull the trigger on a deal like this yet. You need more time, and you want to get a clear picture. I know the ownership question is its confusing a lot of the rumors and making people think, like, oh, they want it this way now, and if they throw in Patrick Corbin, that'll make the new ownership, whoever that ends up being, happy. That's just hearsay, in my opinion. I don't believe it. I've been around. I know how this stuff goes. And Juan Soto is more unique than almost any player we've had this century. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, as far as a hitter, yeah. And As far as a hitter, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I I was hearing something the other day. They, They did a comparison of as far as career numbers up to this age that has ever been traded. There are two. Miguel Cabrera one? Is this that? Miguel Cabrera and Babe Ruth. Yep. And, ah, Babe Ruth. You know, let's really take a look back and see how that went for those organizations afterwards. How did that <laughs> the Marlins afterwards? The Marlins made the playoffs now in a shortened 2020 season, but other than that, it's been a rough go of it ever since they traded away Miggy. And Bad. how did things go for the Red Sox after they got rid of Babe Ruth? Hmm. Um, uh-huh. 
let's so precedence there might say the nationals want to reconsider this idea, but I don't know. That's just me. Well, look, we're going to talk about five prospects that will benefit from this trade deadline. It's all our own opinion. That's what it is. This is an opinion show, believe it or not. We do speak in facts. We offer statistical facts at times, but there is room for maneuvering in our own opinions on life, and we hope you enjoy that. The Plausible Podcast Patreon is available. If you want to hit that up, go to the Plausible Podcast Twitter handle, which I already told you about, two L's, two Z's. Utah, and then give me two. The Discord is free, and you can find Ben in there, myself, uh, Christian, who just popped in with the Miggy. Miggy trade is forever haunting comment. Christian Crespo in himself <laughs> is an outstanding, outstanding prospect analyst and someone who is coaching in the Appalachian League right now. He has his own channel, so if you want to hit him up when he has time, you can do that in our Discord. He's in the Appalachian League. There's future studs in the Appalachian League right now, and Christian coaching the Bluefield Ridge Runners, which is in West Virginia. And then, uh, yeah, that's all that. So we're going to talk about that stuff. And, of course, I want you to read. Oh, okay, Chad's got a comment. I got a secret prospect who is going to benefit the most of any prospect except Langoliers from this trade deadline. Ben Leeper, Cubs reliever, has a monster year at AAA last year. And I think the Cubs closer of the future, Ben Leeper. So... That is one area I I completely avoided talking about any relievers in this just because <laughs> that is one area where I think every year there's some relief movement. There are a ton of teams that need relief help that are in it right now. And I can just see, and, and frankly, the Cubs have relievers to move. The, I mean, the, if you start just going down the A's, yeah, maybe maybe some of their relievers haven't performed all that well, but they have track record. And so these are guys that could have some interest to teams. You know, these teams that these teams that aren't doing so well, they have relievers that should definitely interest contending clubs. And so you put that out there, there's gonna be lots of spots open in the back of a bullpen. And so suddenly you know, as far as a fantasy owner, yeah, you're going to definitely want to be paying attention to Chicago. You're going to definitely want to be paying attention to Oakland. You're going to want to be paying attention to these clubs and seeing what they do. Now, I don't know if someone like Baltimore bites the bullet and trades a, a Lopez. I mean, that's a guy that they made into essentially a closer. And that's kind of been a big deal to them. And mm -hmm. they're not terribly far away from making some noise in that division yeah they may be last but because they're only a few games under 500 you know and with the red sox kind of having a little turmoil as far as signing up the left side of their infield long term there could be some stuff going on to where you could start to see the orioles make a little noise and especially with the, the extra playoff spot you know, this could be a team that's challenging for a playoff spot the next few years. They might not want to get rid of a guy who has shown that he can handle the back of the bullpen. So, mm. Okay, that's a good point. That's a great point, actually. And that's why you want to connect with Ben in our Discord, which is free. Find that link at the top of our Twitter handle, Plaza Podcast. So uh, before we get into some of the 
prospects, the five prospects who could benefit. I did want to mention Ben's work, which I posted in the live chat here. You can read his latest, which is available at videobaseballscout.com. That's a good place to start. Go from there. But I put the link in the live chat, and it's also available in our Share Your Work channel, which is in our Discord and totally free, where everybody throws all kinds of random stuff they've been working on. You never know who's going to throw something new in there. But Ben is usually consistent about doing that work and you know his other gig too as a newspaperman if you will mm-hmm. and where i get uh, to offer up my opinion <laughs> yeah you get to speak beyond just the sports or the baseball realm specifically which yeah. i do appreciate because it turns out we're more than just one thing people we're all human beings here uh christian says baltimore is sneaky buyers for controllable assets yeah okay that's a fun one christian knows his stuff i I trust him. He also says, watch them make a play for Pablo Lopez. Ooh. That, and I have, I actually had somebody who made a comment that uh, they would not be surprised at all if the Orioles were, would be a funny contender for Soto. Would oh. jump into the market and toss, you know, if, and throw stay right there in the beltway he doesn't have to leave (laughs) yeah but i mean it'd be it'd be an off-season thing they're not going to try and jump into the mid mid mid-season contention but if it got to the off-season there's a potential there because they have they i mean you can't argue that they they have the prospects to make things work easily and it's five guys i can think of right off the top of my head yep and so i mean yeah it that would be an interesting one which boy you want to really jump start how quickly they could rebuild that franchise plug Juan Soto in the middle of that lineup. And you know, then all of a sudden you have a lot of fun. Hey, yeah, right. <laughs> He's here. Anthony finally arrived. We always wait for Anthony before we officially start the show. Uh, unofficially. That is Joe says, I'm going to start posting random S a sequel in Java code in the discord. Show your work channel. Please do Joe. We would love to just read programming code for hours on end. That could be wonderful. Uh, before we get to the five guys and the prospects you should know about the deadline, I wanted to mention what Ben originally enlightened me about, and that was uh, Jacob Turner, former Tigers draft pick, the ninth overall pick in the 2009 draft. He posted a thread about his draft experience, and it was fantastic. I strongly recommend that you go and follow Jacob at The Sudden Wealth. S-U-D-D-E-N, Sudden Wealth. The Sudden Wealth. So he must be, he's an entrepreneur now. Yeah, he's trying to help athletes and such. Uh, there was also a tweet thread by Mark Appel, former number one overall pick, who is now back and made mm-hmm. his triumphant return recently. So this seemed like a coordinated attempt, in my view, by a lot of these former draft picks who feel like the MLB draft is just such a, it's a messed up system or there's a lot of traps that you have to avoid. And he talks about how your value can be wildly, wildly all over the place, even to you, not knowing that you're going to be drafted so highly or low and much more than the NFL or maybe the NBA. And this is all having to do, in my opinion, with recent talk stalling and falling out. The international player draft did not get agreed to by the MLBPA and MLB. So, uh, Ben, I just want to get your comments on all of that. If you're not aware of this international draft that did not come to fruition, please go read about it, check up on it, because there's a lot going on here. And this is huge, huge money. Young, young people, very important ethical principles are involved in all of this. And 
I really like, you know, reading through Turner's thread really struck a chord with me. I appreciate Mark Appel's comments. He -hmm. also was coming from a Sanford education. You know, Mm -hmm. the man had a little different point of view. He did. Turner was coming off of, you know, being a guy who let's, you know, let's face it. He's 18. He's coming into 5 million bucks. That's, that's a whole different world of money. And what they're talking about here is what he's trying to make a a comparison to here is what they're wanting to do with the international system and how everyone's saying, well, this would be so much better for these international players to put them all into a draft. And then we could put them all in this draft and then we'd be able to organize their money better and see, this is going to be so much better for these kids because they're going to be picked and they'll get their bonus. And then, you know, it's going to be so much better rather than the system that we currently have. And pretty much all these draft, all these former kids who went through a domestic system are going, and how is that going to be any better? Because instead of someone going and stalking a Dominican kid's mom since the time he's like 12, which is really freaking creepy, um, you know, instead of that happening, now you've got that same scout basically he's doing the same thing but he's stalking him saying so what is he willing to sign for because we've got the 14th overall pick and well we're willing to move a little cash around and make an, and try to get him at the 14th pick if we can sign him at this bonus slot rather than hey we've got this amount of international bonus pool and we're willing to offer him 4 million They've got a 14th overall pick and doing the same exact thing. What is the difference? And that is the whole <laughs> point that Turner's trying to make here. And I think that that point was well taken that, guys, a draft doesn't change the system. What is going on in Latin America right now is a broken system. Everyone talks about what happened with well, frankly, with the Braves and John Coppola, but he was just dumb enough to leave a paper trail. Everyone is doing the same crap that he got in trouble for. Mm. He was just dumb enough to leave a paper trail and got his butt kicked out of the game for it. So, I mean, he you're talking about a guy, you know, they put together these proposals, and this was a sticking point when they negotiated the settle, the uh, the new CBA that delayed the season this year. Yeah, um, and they gave themselves until the deadline was this last Monday to negotiate this international thing, and the pools ended up becoming seventy. Well, the exact number sixty nine million dollars apart. The pool that the MLBPA submitted was $69 million more than the final offer that Major League Baseball was willing to submit to. Now, I mentioned this before the show, is trying to put together a couple of players, because no one player makes $69 million. Right. But you go through, you try to put together two players for that amount of money. And I just thought, because it'd be fun, because they were former teammates and you know at one point, Max Scherzer and Bryce Harper together 
Mm. actually make a hair less than $69 million. Okay. There it is. And if you want to get a, another pairing from, you know, if you want to get an elite pair of young shortstops, Francisco Lindor and Carlos Correa together make a hair more than $69 million. That's a crazy amount of money that is splitting these two sides. Yeah, Those are elite player salary differences between these two sides as far as a bonus pool. And if we want to get really into that, $69 million in bonus money is essentially a whole round of the draft, whole first round of the draft bonus pool money. That's a lot of freaking bonus pool to talk about. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's, I mean, <clears throat> that's a huge amount of money difference. <clears throat> and it's for a 20-round draft. That's what they wanted to say. If you're going to be doing this with 16-year-old kids, that's the big thing. They aren't changing the 16-year-old part. We're still going after 16-year-old kids. Yep. And how MLB is putting out this is, hey, you know, the Players Association, they didn't want Latin kids to be able to get this education that we were guaranteeing them. They didn't want to have this guaranteed roster that we were offering as part of the draft and all this stuff. Um, no, that's, let's, let's be real and upfront here. There are a crap ton of international kids that are basically given 20 grand and then they come over stateside and they play for 10 years in the minor leagues because frankly, it's better than what they would be making at home and they're sending that back home and these kids fill up minor league rosters for teams. Yep. And it's crap. It's really crap. <laughs> and that's, and they know it. I mean, the major league teams know that they can go to Latin countries and get this because it's cheap free or cheap labor. And so they do. And that is, that's just simply not okay. Yep. But that's they, they, now they have this same system all set up. And so it's going to continue to be the same system. We're going to run out the same, you know, we're going to have the qualifying offer again, as we always have. Yep. That stuff's all going to still be in, in line, just the way it always has been. Sadly. Oh, boy. That's really, really good. Well said, Ben. Well, well said. Look, the Jacob Turner thread we just scrolled through. For those of you here in the podcast version, we had it while he was talking. And, man, you think about what it's like to be a human being who gets a lot of money but is still expected to perform, and then things don't go according to plan, and you have emotions and responses to that, but you're also seen as a business entity in a way, a part of a business. You're just another cog in the machine. It's nobody, I can't, I have never, I know I cannot do this. I cannot put myself in the shoes of what it's like to be an athlete, especially minor league athletes who try to make it to the bigs because you have to live it to really understand it. We can't put our regular lives, quote unquote, our typical, you know, my typical job working as an account manager for some business is much, much different than what Jacob Turner did as a starting pitcher trying to be a big leader and so on. So just remember that. I think it's important to keep that in context. All right. 
there it is. Enough of the soapbox. Let's uh, talk about a few players here. The deadline. Uh, I still think we're going to see some deals here, but I don't think we're going to see this big party on deadline day either. A lot of people say it's all going to just kind of build up to a surge and explode on deadline day. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be wary of that. There's been a lot of post and excitement about it, but the hype doesn't always meet that. So, uh, Ben, why don't we talk about a prospect that you think will benefit from this trade deadline more likely than not? So, first one I'm going to mention is a guy, we don't know which one is going to move, but we have a pretty good idea the Reds are shopping pitchers pretty hard. We don't know which one's going to go. I like the possibility of seeing Brandon Williamson in the majors this year. Oh, there he is. He's a guy, he was originally drafted uh, by the Mariners in the second round out of Texas Christian. Big six foot six lefty, and they got him uh, in the Winker deal last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. And started out in double A this year. And I mean, let's be honest, his numbers haven't blown anyone away this year, mainly because he's really still struggling to control the ball. But his raw stuff from the left side is just about as good as you can find in the minor leagues. And we, we've talked a little bit before about that whole anyone over six foot five issue. He has some of that every now and then he gets a little bit off in his delivery when, and boy, I could just see him doing very, very well with a short run in the majors and using that to, you know, because the major leagues haven't seen him yet, and using that as kind of a propeller going forward into 23 and AAA, and then working his way back. And boy, a red future Reds rotation that has Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo and Brandon Williamson would be kind of fun to start building off of. It I mean, would be. Whether they have Luis Castillo or Trevor Molly still around, don't know. Maybe they get rid of both of them this trade deadline, but it sounds pretty sure that they're getting rid of one of them um all right okay well they definitely will get rid of one of them yeah it's a certainty lock it in the other guy that almost is certainly going to be moving is wilson Contreras. yes and with everything we saw it kind of kind of seems like he's a, a goner with everything we saw at wrigley this last week yeah, we had a comment from Chad here saying, assuming Wilson is off the board. So it's already implying that. And uh, we'll talk about that trade in a minute. But yeah, go ahead. But a f- couple years back, uh, the Cubs system was such that Miguel Amaya was their number one prospect. And catcher who came out of Panama, very talented receiver. And he's coming back from a pretty significant injury, but, and he's just getting back onto the field. Um, He's had his first, I think, handful of games at double A again, but, and so I don't know that he's going to be a guy that you'll see immediately in August after these trades get done, but watch for him as you get towards mid August into September, because he has been hitting well throughout his rehab and i think he had five hits in his first two games in double a once he got 
promoted back up into full season ball. So, I mean, this is a kid who just, his bat is just electric. And defensively, he's a stud when he's healthy. Now, I think, I, I guess I haven't seen in the last couple of days, but his first couple of games down in AA, he was a DH. And I don't know if he played any catcher in rehab. I know he was catching bullpens. I don't remember if he did any catching. They were trying to be very limited in his catching just to kind of ease him back. So, but that's a guy to watch. And I know that he is definitely their future at that position. So he could certainly be up for that September stretch run for the Cubs and could help some fantasy owners. All right. Miguel Amaya of the Cubs, the heir apparent. Christian says he saw Maya live in low A back in 2019. Standout player even then. That's very impressive. Uh, Anthony says, MJ Govier is my cousin. Uh, I didn't know that we were cousins. Wow. So <laughs> this is news to me. Breaking news live on the show here. Uh, Chad said, I just assume that the Mets are going to finalize a deal for Wilson Contreras because they have an established rapport with the front office from the Javi Baez deal last year. Which could be. I mean, I can't argue against it, but... Yeah. Yes, there are. It did seem like once upon a time, the Tigers were doing deals with like the same teams. I'm talking over 20 plus year periods, like the Astros. When Randy Smith was the GM, the, the terrible Randy Smith era of the Tigers in the late 90s, early 2000s, before Dave Dombrowski saved the franchise. It seemed like every deal was with the Padres back then. So yeah, there are there are teams that have established rapports, and there's no doubt about that. But uh, what quickly, Dayton what about the, Dayton Moore and the Braves? Oh yeah, exactly. You know, see, Royals and I, Braves. I see. I think they make a trade every deadline. Well, they've already made one. They made one for a tra- draft pick. So, uh, you know, Chad says, "I don't think they will roll with PJ Higgins as a backup." You never know. <laughs> it might just. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they actually do have some. They have some good quad A type of guys uh, down in Triple A. So, until he's a hundred percent, that might be what they do. Is they use one of those. Such so they have a lot of guys that they could, or a few guys down in in AAA that they could probably bring up for for August and then throw through the the waiver wire once Amaya is ready because they're yep. the type of guys that you can find in AAA everywhere as far as catching goes. Uh, speaking of teams that made trades with each other, the Rays already re- acquired one Oakland catcher. Christian Betancourt went there recently. Uh, yep. Chad says maybe Sean Murphy will go to the Rays if Wilson Contreras goes elsewhere. Uh, I think that's a possibility. It, it's pretty pretty high probability that Oakland will be one of the more active movers because we know they're yep. not in it and we know they want to dump more salary. That's one of the most probably strongest certainties of this deadline, right? And they actually have two guys that I have um, mentioned as far as prospects. And Great. one of those actually would be on in the case that Murphy moves, I really think that uh, Shane Langleyers is going to get a shot. And um, he's been in competition all year in the Oakland system for the home run lead. He's got 18 this year. Um, he's he's a guy who's probably not going to ever hit you 300, but he's a 260, 280 hitter and going to hit for good power. Um, good, I mean, that just a good overall approach but he's just fun to watch on defense the guy just 
I mean, the the joke was last year in Mississippi, you just you don't run on Shea Langoliers. It's just not a good idea. And so it was just kind of fun to watch him mow down runners. And I think he well, actually JT Real Muto used to be. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I think uh, Langoliers actually, I believe, had a caught stealing in the uh, Futures game. Oh, okay, nice. So, um, I mean, but he's he is a very talented catcher on both sides of the ball, and I think that that'll come through. He'll end up probably getting a shot uh, Oakland is a type that they tend to also have a a whole lot of guys that are around <laughs> as far as triple a you know those kind of quad a catchers yeah. um so whether they'll immediately throw him into the the fire as the starter that's you know to be seen but I think that that it would make a lot of sense and especially you know where they are as far as that they're going to be out of it might as well just give him run so um, he would be probably as far as all these guys we're talking about he's probably the guy who could have the most playing time the rest of this year mm, out of okay. all these guys that we talk about who's so, the uh, who's the other athletic the other athletic um and this is probably kind of a guy Chad Pinder, to me, is a guy that the A's are very likely to move just because there's going to be a lot of interest in a utility guy that can do what Chad Pinder does. And I think Max Schumann is a guy that just steps right into his role. He's a he's probably not a guy. I'm not sure even how highly rated he is on their top 30s. 20th round guy out of Eastern Michigan. Um, hey, Ypsilanti. All right. In 2018. Um, but the guy just he gets on base at an absurd level. 433 on base this year um, between double-A and triple-A. Uh, last year, he took advantage of some of the new minor league rules and stole 52 bases. I don't know that he's quite that kind of a base dealer, but he's definitely a 20 base dealer, has a little bit of pop, definitely can hit the gaps, but absolutely can get on base. And that's, I mean, he's just kind of a perfect fit that he's going to get into Oakland. He's going to, he can play all around the infield and outfield just kind of a good he's going to play everywhere he's going to get on base a bunch just kind of that good Oakland type of a player really I mean and I could just see him getting some run after the deadline with Oakland I'm just going to tell you and I, this to me is a tribute to Ben the fan graphs top 43 prospects for Oakland and he's not on there so. <laughs> I can't wait till he comes up and starts playing and shows what he can do and then People at Fangraphs be like, gosh, well, we didn't even have him in the top 43. So I'm just saying. I'm looking and I'm not seeing. Uh, all right. Well, we're man, we're over. Uh, finish it off real quick. Finish off who else you more. did because I want to get on the record. And he's actually another red. And uh, he's a guy who's been up a few different times, Jose Barrero. And, uh, oh. From, from Cuba. And he's been up a few different times. But one of the things he did the last time he was up was he played center field. And with the Reds this year, yeah, you know, Kyle Farmer has played a passable def defense at short, and so he's kind of taken away Jose's spot at shortstop. But um, they have a number of outfielders that are going to be attractive as in kind of a backup platoon role for teams. You know, guys like Tommy Pham and guys like that, they're going to be attractive on the trade market. And, you know, he really did not hit well and and he's just i mean he's kind of had an a meh year barrero has yeah but 
he is absolutely part of the future that they see for that organization. And I could definitely see them giving him some more run this year um, if they've traded off some of those guys. And he's just not, like I said, he's not done anything great this year in the minors to tell me that he's going to have a big year to end the year. But he's that, I mean, he's a kind of a guy that's got the talent. They seem to have some desire to have him be part of their future. So it wouldn't be surprising to me if he comes up, he gets some run in center field. Um, so okay, that's the last guy I was highlighting. There it is. We got all five of Ben's guys. It makes me happy. Uh, Chad says real quickly, going back to the Pinder comment and the possibility of Schumann coming up. I'm curious if they give Brett Harris a shot if they move Pinder or if it's too early. You know, they kind of have a host of guys that are like that. I just, my main focus was on Schoenman just because he is in AAA, so he's closer. Uh, Harris is in AA, which, you know, so he's kind of that same type of guy. He plays all over the place, gets on base a ton. Um, so, I mean, very similar type of a player. Uh, but his worked his way up to AA. I'm trying to think. I just, oh, yes, he has. I had to look him up. He has been there for half the year already. I didn't think he'd been there that long already. But um, huh. so it's very feasible that, you know, Schumann could go up to AAA. Harris bumps up, takes his spot, and tri- or goes up from AAA, and Harris takes his spot at AAA. And you might see Harris in September. So that could be very feasible that Harris ends up getting into the majors because of that promotion of Schumann. So there's That's always, right. you know, kind of the different layers that could end up in play. Yes, sir. Uh, don't forget, next week we're going to have on a special guest uh, from yeah. adoptaminorleaguer.com. It's happening next week on this very show, right, Ben? Yes. And I, I need to get him into our. I've confirmed that. I just need to get him into a nice uh, group chat with uh, all of us as far as hosts. And then, but yeah, it, and it's a great organization. They do a lot of very good work for folks. And especially now as we're coming out of draft and we're talking about these guys that are signing their first big deal. And then yeah. what the reality is going to be that like Jacob Turner talked about, yeah, you're treated like a King for three days. <laughs> and then what? And you know, this, this organization does a great job of the And then what? So that's huge. And uh, we're really looking forward to that. It's going to be awesome. I hope you guys, Bring everybody out for that one. We want to provide as much attention as possible for that episode next week. Even if you can't catch it live, don't forget that every episode we do is in perpetuity on our YouTube channel. Uh, I assume it's on the Twitch channel. I'm really bad at checking on our Twitch. No offense to you Twitchers. I just don't. We're on there. It's there because we've. that's how we met Chad, and our lives have never been the same since that day. <laughs> so that is a good thing for us. And, of course, the podcast version, it's available everywhere. Hey, if you've not given us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, could you please consider doing that? We need to bump up the ratings on the show, and it's been a minute since we've had some reviews. So if you haven't done it, you can only do it once on each platform, of course. Please do so. Uh, next week, we'll talk about Adopt a Minor Leaguer. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll squeeze in a couple quick thoughts about, you know, the deadline will have been the day before. I'm sure yeah. we'll... We'll even, we'll even get uh, his thoughts, too, uh, our oncoming guest, see what he has to say about it all. I'm sure he's a baseball fan, too, right? Oh, well, it'll probably so. impact some minor leaguers. As far right, as exactly. And things like that. So, I mean, there's probably some things that he'll be able to tell us about that. So that's Oh, that's even – see, 
That's Ben's always working ahead. He's always one step ahead, guys. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much. Plaza Podcast at ProtonMail.com. If you want to send us an email, I never check it, but it does exist. Plaza Podcast on Twitter. You talk. Two L's. Two. Give me two. T's. Big Gentle Ben. Follow Big Gentle Ben on Twitter. It's a must follow. You could read his work. I posted it in the link. You can find more of his work in our Discord, which is free. Phil Goyette, we're thinking about you. Hope you're having a wonderful time, whatever you're doing right now. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time on the Palazzo Podcast Prospects Power Half Hour. Prospects is a curious thing. Make a person trade everything for a king. Wander Franco is your one true love. For a prospect, you'll trade all the Sometimes, but it might just save your life. That's the power of prospects. That's the power of prospects. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced. From the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support, the new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.